Hello everyone and welcome to this live Connected Intentions podcast episode. So today we are going to have a special guest on here. Her name is Piper Madison. She is a musician, songwriter, actress, and is really inspired by self-growth and intuition. So we are going to be talking with her and if you guys have any questions or anything that you want to ask or you just want to interact and send in the little heart emojis at the bottom of your live screen, feel free to do that. So we are going to get Piper to come in. So this is the very first live. Oh my gosh, hello. How Hi. are you? Hi, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited to do this with you, especially since the Zoom was not working. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Let's just go live. I know it's not the traditional podcast setup, but I you know what? People can, people can watch live. They can ask questions. So I think this is going to be really, really good. How yeah. are you? I'm great. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Also, happy belated birthday. Oh, actually, my birthday's tomorrow. So it's, it's tomorrow. Early. Oh, okay. <laughs> I saw your post from a few days ago and I was like, that was your birthday. That's why I was so surprised by the picnic because my birthday wasn't until Wednesday. Mm -hmm. they, they gave me a little early birthday surprise. It was the cutest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's so nice. So I know we talked a little bit beforehand and you sent me over some information about the work you have done and <laughs> you have obviously done so much at a young age and I find that super inspiring. Oh, um, so I would like you to just go into how you started your creative journey and kind of what brought you to where you are today. Yeah, well, I was born in Louisville, Kentucky, and I was born to a very musical, artistic, creative family. My dad played guitar, and he used to write songs. He plays piano, and my mom played the banjo, so we were always very musical, and I started playing piano when I was eight, and then I decided that I really wanted to do acting, and I would just bombard my parents daily with this idea of me being on TV shows, and at first they were like, every kid wants to do that, whatever. <laughs> but I was very persistent. <laughs> and they were like, okay, this, this might be something she's actually very serious about. <laughs> um, so long story short, we ended up moving to Los Angeles to pursue acting. And I lived there for the last 10 years. I'm in Kentucky right, right now, but... Um, I've been back and forth between Los Angeles and Louisville and I, I got started in acting and I booked some roles in the beginning and then, um, you know, everything kind of uh, just all started happening at once. And I was super grateful for everything that was going on. And I was like, wow, this is so cool. I can't believe my life like changed so quickly. It was really really cool to see. So I, I booked a role on Nickelodeon's 100 Things to Do Before High School. And that was kind of the launch of my acting career. And then during this time period, I started getting more serious about music. So I picked up the guitar and it wasn't until I started songwriting when I was 12 that I realized music is 
super important to me. So I started writing songs and I gathered enough songs that I realized I had like a bunch of albums and I'm like, Hey mom, dad, I want to record these. <laughs> so my dad actually learned how to produce over the past, like, you know, 10 years that we lived in LA and we started producing my music together. And my first album came out in 2019. It's called Who's Running Your Mind. It's available on all platforms. And then I had an EP that I wrote and I have one cover on there too for Holiday. It's called Snowfall. And now I'm working on my second album. And it's it's been such a cool journey. Just, you know, gathering all this, this stuff that I've learned and incorporating everything into who I am today. <laughs> yeah, I think that's so awesome, especially like being so upfront with your parents, especially because <laughs> when we're young, we are at like the most authentic stage of our life. And yeah, you know, so if, that's, if that's like bubbling up inside of you. And then obviously <laughs> when you told how, you know, you said to your parents, this is what I want to do. And then eventually you guys moved and everything. Yeah, but they were so supportive. It was really amazing. Yeah, but I feel like that is uh, such a strong message to uh, to show other young people that if you have a passion at a young age, that could be your purpose. That could be what yes. you're meant to do. And obviously, you have had uh, so much success at oh, a young age just from following your heart. And I think that's super mm -hmm. amazing and yeah. inspiring um so uh, when you started getting into music and into songwriting was there anything particular that helped you to come up with the song lyrics was it intuitive did you have any methods to come up with the song lyrics like how did that come about in the beginning of my songwriting journey it was very free it was straight from my heart i didn't have to try to come up with a song, it just came out of me. And eventually I, I, you know, we all hit writer's block at some point. And so yes. <laughs> probably like a year into writing, I was like, I don't have any like super dark stories of my life to draw from. And I would always <laughs> complain about not having inspiration to draw from. And so I started to create inspiration and I would, take what was going on in my life and exaggerate it and just make these these crazy dramatic stories and that's how I started drawing inspiration if I ever hit writer's block but then when I got into the intuitive arts I realized that everything I've ever created was really drawn from an intuitive place and I didn't even realize it so all the stories that I've written and all of the art that I've made I've I've sort of come to believe that it's from an intuitive perspective mm -hmm. so when did you start that intuitive journey can you go into what led you to discovering the intuition and self-growth yeah. and how that's affecting you today I've always been really intuitive I just didn't know the word that it mm -hmm. was and I didn't know exactly what it meant I'd never put a label on what it was but when I was little, I used to see things and then they would happen. And yes, I thought, same here, yeah, same here. Yeah. I completely understand. Yeah, I think a lot of people actually experience that and they don't really know that that's their intuition. 
But this past year, actually, is when I got really serious about figuring out what that was. And I have a friend who is an intuitive medium and things aligned and I ended up working for her. I interned for her business and she taught me everything she knew. And I learned how to really tap into my intuitive abilities. And I realized that we all have them. It's just yeah. some of us and don't I know, know what they are. I know you're talking about too. We're not going to like name drop on here, obviously. But yeah, like, we're beautiful. As well. That's how I got into intuition too. No way. Yeah. <laughs> this is crazy. That's really cool that the same person connected us to intuition. And now we're here talking. To yeah. That is really cool. <laughs> And I love how uh, you were saying how when you were younger, you were kind of taking stories and making them a little more dramatic to mm -hmm. come up with song lyrics and everything. Yeah. <laughs> but I still do that, too. Just because it's, yeah, it's yeah. fun to be. I'm a dramatic person anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, um, like, for example, I know with the books I've written, it has been from uh, taking experiences of now and sort of putting them in my imagination and yes. expanding it and growing it wow. and uh, making it into something so uh, inspiring and impactful. Amazing. So uh, with Yeah, your... they sort of take on a life of their own, the things that we create. Yeah, and it's like uh, when you were talking about writer's block and, mm -hmm. you know, uh, then making them into something more it's so cool how uh, we just get into like a flow after that. Yes. After we break that block. Um, yeah. Speaking of blocks, have you had any throughout your journey, like any reoccurring blocks um, that you may have felt like were preventing you from getting further in your creative journey or anything similar? I think I've definitely had blocks as we all do in our journey because that's how we learn and grow is from those times that are harder. And so of course, I've definitely had those. And I've realized that most of them are mental blocks, really, it's just in our mind, like we sort of create them, we there a lot of a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them are kind of illusions that we think are in our way, but really, we are putting them in our way. And like, I've, I've had a lot I've had like a hard time with comparing myself before to others and I know a lot of other people feel that too that it's mm. it's hard to not compare yourself when you're all sort of looking at numbers on a screen or on Instagram about likes and comments and it's 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 recognizing your own self-worth and knowing that those things don't define you you define you yeah, and especially with you being a musician and a singer and a creator in that area, have you ever felt like there is a certain stigma or any sort of expectations in the mainstream that you uh, have ever felt like you had to sort of own up to that you weren't necessarily comfortable with? Honestly, the the biggest block in that way has been me putting mm. pressure on myself. So I don't really like to blame it on society or the things outside of me. I like to pull it into myself and say, I have power over my life. Like, this is, if I'm feeling bad or feeling stigmatized, I like to take the responsibility for it because then I take my, 
I take back my power and I can change it. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And, uh, you know, through, uh, through music and songwriting, you were able to share your message. So uh, what song or what thing that you have created do you feel like has been the most impactful or has represented you the most throughout your journey? There's a song that I have and I'm about to release, actually. It's called Clear Mind, Blue Skies, and it's not out yet, but I just got the master back for the song a week ago. And right now, I feel like that is the biggest depiction of my life and my progress on this journey because it, I remember writing the song so clearly and feeling so in the creative flow. And that was a state that I'd always wished for and I'd always hoped to achieve. And this song was really the point where I, I took back my power over, you know, how I feel about myself and, and this song came out of that state of mind. So I was really proud of this song and it's gonna be coming out pretty soon. So I'll keep you guys updated. So <laughs> that song really on, is that gonna be on like Spotify, Apple? Yeah, it'll like be that? on okay. all platforms and it'll be on my upcoming album too that I'm working on. Okay, that's awesome. I'm, I'm really looking forward to the new album that you're putting out. I listened to your old one and I love it. Thank you so much. You're yeah, welcome. just running your mind was really special to me. That was, I mean, it was my first big project, my first full-length album. So that has a really special place in my heart. Um, what advice would you give to uh, those who kind of want to do what you do, where they are singing and songwriting from an intuitive perspective? What mm -hmm. advice would you give to them? I actually opened up an intuitive songwriting course uh, in I think it was October and it was a three-week course where I sort of talked about all of the tools that I use to connect to my intuition and it's really about getting to know yourself and connecting with yourself every day whether that's through breathing or journaling or just being in your space it's developing a true authentic connection with yourself and that's what I think has really allowed me to connect to my intuition and use it in my songwriting and in my art. And the cool part is once you connect your intuition, you can use it for any type of art, not even just music. It could be for painting or drawing or writing books, like you said. Yeah, so. and there's, there's so many different types of intuition too, I feel like, you yes. know. So which one do you use to connect with the most? I'm very visual. So I, when I go into my third eye space and I connect to my intuition, I see a lot of images and pictures. That's my main one, but also just this sense of knowing, like I connect with my body and I can feel when something is right or wrong. Yeah. So are there any practices like outside of uh, music acting or songwriting that you use to sort of bring things full circle and uh, hone in on your intuition? Lately, I've been painting a lot out in nature. I'll take my art easel and my brushes and sometimes I'll just like put the paint on my hands and just paint with my hands on the canvas. And it's really 
a therapeutic experience to be painting in nature. You read my mind. I was literally just going to say that sounds so therapeutic. <laughs> we are connected. <laughs> and I, uh, I saw your post a few days ago on Instagram where you were painting and you're talking about how does a flower know when to bloom or a bird knowing when to fly. Yeah. And I thought that was so beautiful. And I love oh, seeing that content you. from you. Thank um, you so much. <laughs> that means a lot. You're welcome. Uh, what advice would you give to other young people who want to start their creative journey and be successful in what they want to do? What do you feel like would be something beneficial for them to know? Just start. Start every day. And every day wake up and commit to yourself. And that's really what it is. It's about waking up every day and choosing your ideal reality. That's really great advice. You know, we don't learn these things from uh, from school and the classroom when we're mm -hmm. young. You know, kind of like how in the beginning of this podcast, you were saying how at first your parents kind of thought like, oh, it's just a phase. <laughs> and, you know, I feel like, I feel like, when we're young and we're in school too then we kind of get told like oh well that's just a little phase that you're in mm -hmm. um you're probably not going to do that but we have uh, so many resources now to do that yeah. and uh, you have obviously uh, done that yourself with your work on uh, youtube spotify and all your platforms <laughs> so you know uh, young people and not just young people but all people need to know that they have a resource right in front of them you yeah. know like our podcast right now could be making something click in someone's mind exactly and i think and i think that's i think that's so powerful you know i completely agree sometimes we get lost in the numbers like oh i i need to have 30,000 or 40,000 people listening to this but really we forget that if we impact one person that is success like one person's life could be changed by this and that is yeah. huge their entire life and so it's not really about the number it's about how impactful the art is yeah, and I just want to touch on, we have a couple of comments here about, you know, it's not just young people that you inspire. And obviously, like, we know that and we're touching on how it, it is yeah. impactful and powerful towards everyone. But like, we're both young. So that's kind of why, why we're touching on it a little bit more. Um, yeah. So just to answer that comment, yeah. um, if anyone, uh, oh, we have a question up here. What is your Spotify? It's my name, Piper Madison, on all platforms, so. <laughs> and if anyone has any questions, just type them into the comment box, or I think there's a question box. I'm not quite sure how that <laughs> one works yet, but we'll definitely see the comments. Yeah. Okay. So while people are commenting and possibly sending in questions, um, do you feel like there is a common theme throughout your work I that you like have I'm, learned or written about? I feel like I'm always changing and that is the common theme. I'm always 
growing into this next phase of myself. And like my first album, everything was in black and white. And now this second album, I'm transitioning to bursts of color. And that transition, it's sort of like, like a rainbow. Like I'm like, I started here and now I'm going here and I'm just at a different phase of my journey. And I think the art is the journey. So whatever it looks like at the end of, I guess my, my entire art journey is, is the art, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like that's why, um, I think that's why art really draws people in too, because yeah. people are drawn to a journey and to growth and yeah, uh, people know that they'll on. go, yeah, they'll go through so many different stages. And I feel especially music really helps people connect to that. Um, so we have a question here. Do you ever collaborate with other artists? Yeah, I do. I've been doing it a lot more lately. I actually um, did a collab with music.com and 360RA and I did this I did this whole collab with um, Sony and it was eight artists all got together and I did guitar on it and we had some vocalists and there was a heart player and it turn into this beautiful song that we just all poured our heart into. And I love doing collabs, especially it's really cool with people that you've never met because you get to know them through the music, even if you've never met them in person. So that's what happened mm -hmm. with this collab. And that was really cool. I'm always open to collabs. I think we can make beautiful things together. <laughs> Yeah, and I feel like when we collaborate with people, there's such an intuitive connection. Like when you were saying that yeah. when you were collabing with people who you didn't even know and you guys created a really beautiful song, um, yeah. it's kind of like the saying, great minds think alike. Yeah. And I really felt that when you were talking about um, you collaborate, collabing with other artists. Yeah. So we have a few more people coming in, which is really great. Like, I did not think we would have uh, this many people coming in live, Aww. but here we are. Um, we have a comment here. I enjoy learning from you, so Piper. You can Aww, see you're a great teacher. You're so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so earlier you talked about how you had a three-week course about intuitive songwriting and things like that. Do you ever plan on doing another course similar to that? I have been thinking about it. Yeah. If, um, I mean, I'm totally open to doing it. It was so much fun teaching. I'd never taught in a, an environment like that before. And I really found that I enjoyed it and seeing the people that I was teaching come up with their own art and their own message and their own song and connect with themselves was really empowering and beautiful to watch. So I'm, I'm definitely going to do one again, for sure. That sounds great. Um, we have a comment here, do another. Oh, oh my gosh. Soulful of Purpose was one of my people who was in the course. Awesome. So, and she wrote an amazing song. It was awesome to witness. <laughs> I think it's so uh, coincidental that we're talking about this right now. Like, I knew we were going to talk about, like, the songwriting and everything. But yesterday, I randomly came up with a 
bunch of song lyrics that I just no typed way. up. I just typed them up in my notes. What? And uh, like, I thought about you right after like, oh my gosh, oh my I'm gosh. going to do a podcast with Piper, but I have all of this like, uh, information coming that through. So cool. Oh my gosh. Did you write a song out of them? I uh, I have like a mini song written down. I'll send them oh, over to you because I'm like, do. like I have uh, lyrics there, but I'm like, I can't sing. I can't make music. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone can make music. <laughs> so That's we have amazing. More, we have more people coming in. Hi, everybody. <laughs> oh my gosh, there's so many hearts. Where are all these hearts coming from? <laughs> is there anything else you want to share um just about your journey with breaking through into the industry because um you said you know you booked multiple roles and did different projects um how did you get your big break or do you feel like you kind of just eased into things personally on my journey it's it's been a process over time so it wasn't just one thing that clicked it was a bunch of things that clicked along the way and I would say the consistent showing up for yourself is or for for myself on my journey I guess just consistency is really what's done it for me what advice would you give to those who uh, may have trouble being consistent or uh, might feel like they're putting too much pressure on themselves? I would say develop a mantra for yourself that connects with your intention behind what you're doing. And if you don't know your intention behind it, then find it or create one that really aligns with your values. And that, yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> Has your intention behind the music remained the same? throughout the process or has it changed over time with your own transformation? It has totally changed. Yeah, it changes. I mean, it's, it's stayed the same at the foundation that I want to bring love and light to people, but I've really honed in on it. And during different times in my journey, I've, I've um, shifted it a little bit depending on what I needed and what I felt like the people that I was reaching needed. Have you ever gotten like very heartfelt testimonials or messages from people who you have inspired? Were there any that like yes <laughs> made you break yes. down or be like, oh my gosh? Yes, some sometimes I I I would look at my Instagram DMs and I would literally just cry because I didn't realize that people were so positively affected by what I was doing. And that has really helped me keep going with consistency is seeing how what I've done has really touched people. So yeah, I think if like if anyone's ever touched by someone's art, don't hesitate to, to tell them because it really means a lot to hear that what you're doing is affecting someone's life in a positive way. Yeah, and, you know, sometimes people do hesitate to do that, you know, especially if it's someone who is a very popular artist and maybe like, ah, oh, they'll never see it, but, like, you never know. And I feel yeah. like, and I feel like, you know, especially maybe with you and people you have inspired, 
it's uh it's like on the same energetic level the same wavelength you yes. know uh, you uh, you attracted them to uh, have them listen to your work and they attracted you to help them feel more love and light in uh, yeah. in their own life yeah we're all in alignment for each other yeah so we have a question here who are your favorite musicians Ooh, okay i'm really inspired by sia grace potter um a shot a um Phoebe Bridgers, I really like, and oh my gosh, there's so many. Amy Winehouse, I love her music. Oh, Scary Pockets, they're this, they're this funk cover band. I love them. I think they are <laughs> brilliant. Uh, Wolfpack, super funky. Er oh, Arika Badu. She is awesome. I don't know if I said her name right. I don't know if it's Erika or Erica, but y'all know who I'm talking about. She I think, is... I think it's Erica. Erica, I think. It's spelled I know like who you're talking about, but like an age, so I don't know if I just totally bombed her <laughs> name, but um yeah, there those are a few people that I'm really inspired by and it's funny cuz they're all different genres. I've got some funk, I've got some jazz rock when i when i'm at the gym i listen to like heavy punk rock so i'm just all over the place and <laughs> <laughs> with who i listen to at least but i think that's that's kind of cool because it all sort of channels into my music and then my music is like its own genre because of that <laughs> so it's kind of funny yeah we have a comment here yeah it's pronounced erica she went to my high school what what <laughs> that's so cool <laughs> I don't, I don't know why I thought it was Arika. I guess just because it's spelled with, like, a Y. I just... Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, my gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> so I was wondering, um, this is, like, off topic to what we were just talking about, but I think this is something that someone who might be watching or listening to this needs to hear. Yeah. Um, what would you say for those who uh, don't know how to handle people who might not be uh, confident in what they do or understand what they do. Hmm. Let me think about that. Cause I've definitely had those people in my life too. And it's what has helped me is using that to realize where I might have an insecurity and then expressing gratitude to them for showing me where I need to work on myself. And then I do and I heal that thing and I'm even more confident about who I am than I was before. So I would say expressing gratitude and finding the good in those people and, and being grateful for what they have shown you in yourself. Yeah, because people are, like, all uh, reflections of us, I feel yeah. like. Um, I don't know if you learned that throughout your intuitive journey, but I, yeah, I know definitely. I've learned that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, we get easily uh, triggered by people sometimes when there's something that we don't yet understand about ourselves. Like you were saying about insecurities exactly. and uh, things like that. Um, yeah. So... 
how would you recommend someone give gratitude to that situation or that person and uh, not hold any sort of resentment or similar emotions? Because for some people, that can be really difficult, um, yeah. especially because, you know, we have our mind, we have our soul, and it kind of all jumbles up. I would say, one, recognizing that resentment and anger are all human emotions, and we can't be mad at ourselves for them. But two, seeing where that person has actually helped you and where, where recognizing that insecurity in yourself is actually a good thing, because that way you get to heal it. Because you're right, our triggers, or if someone emotionally triggers us, then that's a sign that there's something unhealed within us that we haven't been looking at. And so when we become aware of it, we can change it and we can better ourselves. So, so really just finding where that person has helped us to see that. That's really, really amazing advice. Um, and uh, one last thing I want to ask you was, how have you uh, sort of grown your community on your platforms? You know, I feel like sometimes people when they see an artist, they kind of look at how many people are following them, as opposed to, uh, like I've seen on your Instagram, you have a lot of loyal followers and people who really look up to your work. So how have you grown your community to be a group of people who are loyal and supportive, as opposed to just a bunch of little random followers? Here yeah, for me, engaging with the people who follow me is really important because I approach everything from a place of gratitude. So every time someone follows me or DMs me, I, I will literally write down, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful for this person because this is another person who I know I'm helping in some way or who's touched by my work. And I just kind of thank the universe for aligning me with that person. And so when I communicate with them through DMs or my comments, I'm, I'm actually coming from a place of true gratitude. And I think that people can feel that energy. And that's mm -hmm. what's made the difference. We have a question here. Are you and your family doing well? I hope you guys are all staying healthy in, the, in this difficult time. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, we're, we're all doing well. Yeah, we are staying together and and really bonding, having a great time, <laughs> and uh, yeah, just just working away. <laughs> <laughs> do you feel like um, like speaking of the pandemic and lockdowns and everything? Do you feel like that has been a huge time of reflection for you, and has that inspired you to uh, create in a new or different way? absolutely there have been a lot of reflections for me over this time period and honestly i wouldn't i wouldn't trade those reflections for anything because i've grown so much into the person that i always wanted to become during this time so i'm actually super grateful for for where i am right now because of that and it's just making the best of what you have in front of you Mm -hmm. I agree 100%. Where do you see uh, your music going in uh, like the next year? Do you kind of just go with the flow? Do you have any plans or announcements or anything like that? 
Yes. I'm going more jazzy with this second album. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So it's, it's going to, it's going to still have, you know, my authentic self that I had mm -hmm. in my first album, but I'm approaching it with, um, from a, a lighter, more uh, jazz R&B type perspective. So it's still got my indie rock elements just with a twist. And it's kind of along the lines of like Tash Sultana, if you know her, she is super cool. So all of her like delay guitar stuff and then and then like Sade beats, that mm -hmm. whole vibe. So I, I definitely just go with the creative flow on my music projects and just see where it takes me and this is where it's taking me so i can't wait to share this these singles that are going to be on my upcoming album they will be coming out pretty soon so that's that's my big announcement that something's <laughs> coming really soon <laughs> i'm so excited to hear it and i'm sure those who listen to your music are excited as well Thank um i so saw much. a question up here do you feel 19 yet what are you getting for your birthday <laughs> i i have felt 19 for the past probably month just because i've sort of been saying oh yeah i'm 19 even though i wasn't 19 yet <laughs> so like, i'm about 19 so i actually do feel 19 which is very interesting. I don't, I don't know why when I was younger, I just like, I never envisioned myself being like older than 16. Not that I was gonna like die or anything, <laughs> but I just like, I could, I just did not ever imagine myself being like older than a teenager. I mean, I'm still a teenager, but, but it's so weird, like going into adulthood at like age wise, I still feel like a, a kid, but that's fine. <laughs> Piper, when I first reached out to you, I thought you were like older than 19 because I'm 19 <laughs> too. I had no idea. Really? Yeah, I had no idea that we were like basically the same age. That is so funny. <laughs> I, I did not know how old you were either. Uh, age is just a number anyways. <laughs> like who cares? <laughs> um, uh, we had a comment up here. This is much more interesting than my schoolwork right now, LOL. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. And again, like we were talking about earlier, everyone, well, not everyone, but a lot of people have this resource now. They have their phones and they have Instagram where they can tune into discussions like this and, yeah. you know, if, if someone's watching this and they're doing their schoolwork, then please do your schoolwork. But thank you for coming and listening. <laughs> Aw, that's so sweet. Okay, I think that wraps it up. So thank you, Piper, so much thank for coming you. on. So I am going to save this and then I'm going to put awesome. it on to the IGTV. And then I'll let you know when the official podcast is out. And I'll let everyone on this page know as well. Amazing. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you inviting me on here. And I've loved talking with you. You are super intuitive and so light and happy to talk to. So thank you. No, this conversation was just so, like, calm and freaking Yeah, so positive, optimistic. <laughs> okay, thank you so much, Piper. Of course. Bye. Thank Bye. you so much. Have a great day. You too.